Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special bonus episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and beside me, as always, is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're from Hamilton, Ontario. And with us, as always, the other half of the Double Doubles, we have Ryan and Lauren in London, Ontario. Hello. Hello. And again, they are uh, joining us virtually this week. So welcome, everybody. Um, we're going to have some uh, fun for this episode. Not that we don't have fun all the time. Um, but uh, I thought, by the way, real quick, I thought last week's episode was my funnest. Yeah. We, yeah. We good. really, uh, I don't want to say we went off the rails a little bit, but uh, but we did, we had fun. It really was a good time. So yeah. good discussion. It was, it was good. Well, so much Canadian content. And hopefully this week will be just as just as fun so uh so this week we're talking about um movies that we would watch or or things disney content that we would watch before we go to the parks and we've left it at that there's no restrictions um on what you watch uh disney wise to to get yourself into the mood to uh to go to the parks and uh or to psych yourself up for going to the parks we're talking like vacation like before yeah. you go on your your disney vacation what movies should you be watching to like get excited uh, prepare the, all all that good stuff yeah so we're gonna i mean some of these will be our favorites um and <laughs> to for sure mine um but uh but we're gonna talk about why we would watch them before the parks and uh and sort of how that uh, how it all correlates so it's a lot more fun to to hear it in action than to just hear me talk about it so uh so why don't i kick us off um with the first movie that i would watch before going to um walt disney world any guesses well, I know what it is. Okay, so. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, wait a, se- wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's heard me talk about um, the Muppets in the past will not be surprised that I'm going to talk about um, watching the Muppet movie uh, because I think it's so, uh, for me, it's so iconic and so classic. Um, I love Jim Henson and um, and the Muppets. Um, I I won't say that like oh, the original movies have to be the the best because um, uh, I like all the Muppet movies. Um, but in particular, talking about the original Muppet movie, uh, because their their journey, the Muppets journey to Hollywood is kind of like um, it kind of mimics Disney's rise, to be honest uh in terms of this is about to get small. really deep no it's not gonna i'm <laughs> gonna stay i'm not gonna go too deep at all but kermit the frog starting uh you know in the swamp um with not a whole lot uh makes friends and uh and is a great performer and ends up in hollywood so i mean that kind of mimics walt disney right it's a really uh, i feel like it's just always relevant it's always it's just such a classic story like you, I think no matter when you watch it, however old you are, it always, it really just holds up. Well, uh, and to be honest, I mean, the first song, um, like it's, I don't know, the whole Muppet movie is, is really great. The original Muppet movie. I, I do know for a fact that Rainbow Connection was named like one of the top 100 movie songs of all time. And for good reason, it just, it still holds up. That being said, uh, like the new Muppet movies, like the Muppets and Muppets Most Wanted also have really great music. All of the movies do. Um, and I think 
there's just something so whimsical about it that it preps you for going to Hollywood studios and spending some time in the Muppet courtyard. <laughs> uh, because I think that it, to me is like one of my favorite places in the park. It doesn't get enough love and it's underrated for sure. And Muppet vision 3d as an attraction is, is really great. It's, it's original Jim Henson Muppet stuff. And it is, um, like, I feel like if you watch the original Muppet movie, you'll be definitely in the mindset to uh, to watch Muppet Vision 3D and sort of be in the headspace for the kind of puns and gags that you're going to see um, in we, the park. We see it, at like, at least once every trip. Like, we probably see it more than once a trip because Ryan just loves it. And like, I mean, you don't have to wait for it too. That's like, true. You don't. You just wait as long as what, however long the movie has left to play, is the amount of time you have to wait in the queue. If you can time it right, and you happen to be walking past when they're just about to let people in, all the better. That being said, I also love the pre-show. Yeah, I love seeing. Uh, maybe I've mentioned it before. Kermit's tiny tuxedo. <laughs> it's on display in the pre-show area, and I I like seeing that. There's a lot of sight gags. Um, in the pre-show it's too bad that uh great moments in history is no longer in magic kingdom but yeah otherwise I, i'd be talking about that too i have hope that they'll bring it back there's no way they don't want to use those muppets again yeah for sure uh do, do you, you guys do you guys like the muppets the oh, kids for sure. the kids are actually watching it right now they're having oh. like a muppet movie marathon lately awesome. and they were so excited to watch movies again while we did this oh nice yeah, they, um, the other thing I was going to say is, um, uh, I know we'll get into some Disney Plus later on, but have you guys seen the Muppets, the Muppet Moments? Yes. Yes, with the kids? Oh, it's really cute. The, the kids, isn't it? Right? And yeah. like, honestly, they're like no more, like none of them are longer than two or three minutes at the most. Oh, at the most, yeah. Um, and some of them are just sweet. So I would absolutely say if you've got younger kids, uh, and I mean, kids always seem to love watching kids, and especially kids talking to Muppets. Um, and they're just, yeah, they're really, like so, really wholesome, really It's fun. so sincere. Like to watch kids. Like yeah, it you really just, is. It's the most, yeah, it really is so, um, that reaction is so true between like the kids are just the right age to be talking and it's, they're, it's a riot. It uh, totally. And can I just say that I am um, like, you know, kind of an original Muppet fan, obviously, you know, kind of the Kermit, Gonzo, you know, Fozzie. But boy, do I like, what's his name? Bobo the Bear? Yes. yes. We are big fans of Bobo. Gosh, I like, I think he's got a, I, I like his character. I like his voice. Yeah. Um, Muppets anyway, in Space so he's, was he's like in those. made better because of him, for sure. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So anyway, so he's in uh, the, the Muppet moments. And anyways, it is really cute. And I would definitely recommend it yeah, as well as any Muppet uh, movie. And, and of like course, the, I remember Muppet Babies. Yeah, <laughs> Muppet Babies is, I mean, that that made it second generation too. So like that's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. that's hitting the next the next group of kids out there. Yeah, I do love the Muppet Moments um, is a throwback to like the original Sesame Street where you'd see the characters talking to the kids and like, I, I don't know, you just get some of the best moments watching the kids be so honest with the muppets right there it's pretty it's pretty like incredible when they give them little hugs and kisses yeah it's really cute oh it's yeah <laughs> so that's that's my pitch if you're going to uh if you're going to walt disney world um and you're going to make a stop off in hollywood studios and you're going to make your way over to the muppet courtyard 
I would recommend brushing up on your uh, on your Muppet movies uh, before you head to head to the parks. Um, who who wants to take the next one? Do we want to stick with Ryan's? Sure. Yeah, Ryan. Sure. Why don't you tell yeah. us about a movie? Let's stick with me. Um, so I'm gonna say uh, Beauty and the Beast is my uh, you know one of my choices. Animated. Um, first of all. Yeah, so uh, definitely animated, though I will say I have such a soft spot for Josh Gad right now. Mm. Um, and again, going through what we're going through right now, uh, you know, go on his Twitter feed because every day Disney is producing some uh, short Olaf um, movies, about 45 seconds or, you know, a minute. Certainly not called a movie, but a short. Anywho, um, so, you know, I like the the uh, real live Beauty and the Beast, but to me the quintessential original of the, the early nineties is kind of the one that I would suggest, but I don't think you can go wrong with either of them. Um, you, you know, with the, the sing along now in France and Epcot and the, the musical in Hollywood studios, as well as Maurice's cottage and uh, be our guest uh, restaurant in Fantasyland in magic kingdom. I think, there's just so much content and so many things at Disney World to kind of see that that pay homage to the movie that I just think it's it's a good opportunity to 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 sneak that movie in before you go. Oh yeah, for sure. It's such a it is such an iconic Disney movie, um, and Disney use utilizes it quite a bit. Well, and I feel like uh, Paige O'Hara has kind of become like she's this she's obviously a Disney legend, but uh, but has also kind of. St- I, I feel like she has embraced the Disney princess role and is happy, like just happy to um, enjoy uh, fans who, uh, who love her work. She's had um, a, a number of her paintings at the festival of the arts. In have, Epcot. have you guys seen this? Oh, really? She, no, no. Yeah, and she has, um, we've seen one of her. So she paints like beauty and the beast she does no way yeah and so she's painting i don't want to say herself she's painting bell um but we've seen one or two of them on display at the art of disney and then she was there at the festival of the arts this year um doing i think like autographing and signing and selling some of her work and then she did like an impromptu um like appearance at the new beauty and the beast sing-along oh cool and just kind of showed up so i i didn't see it but i saw people post on instagram that were there and i thought oh that's a really nice moment yeah uh, for people to experience some pixie dust but yeah it's such a it's such a beautiful movie the song itself is just i mean yeah you'll hear it all the music like it's just such a well orchestrated um, yeah it's in philharmagic yeah it's so so good um and it and it still holds up like it's it's still entertaining it's still fun um, oh, and Disney just, um, did you see they they were showing bits from the cruise, the Disney um, yes. cruise line production, which we saw, um, and actually a friend of ours worked on some of the puppets, Yeah. Um, but it really was spectacular. So that, they've just been able to do so much with, um, with that with story, that movie and story. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's also a good, um, it's a good, uh, I know that Lauren's going to talk about some other princess stories. And I think Beauty and the Beast is, is a good one because 
I think it's got enough for everybody um, where some of the other princess stories, certainly the older ones, I don't feel as engaged in. They're just not as interesting to me. Sure. Um, but I feel like Beauty and the Beast has got enough for kind of the whole family to really enjoy. Again, everybody's family's different, so whatever. But in my <laughs> opinion, I like, well, cause I'm sure somebody's yeah. going to be like, uh, you're being so whatever. But I mean, I just find that it, uh, you I know, it, it it's a got a, a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I think it's got, you know, it's got fights and it's got wolves and mm-hmm. it's got music and it's got You know the whole opening intro, don't you, Ryan? Like <laughs> one time we oh, watched Oh, I sure it. do. Oh, oh no, I this sure. Ryan oh. does. Oh, oh also. yeah, okay. okay. Both yeah, well, Ryan's I do as well. Maybe it's a Ryan thing. Yeah. Yeah, he just uh we put it on and he just started. He also knows the opening to the Pocahontas song. <laughs> there's so that maybe there's just something about in Disney intros that that Ryan knows, but I feel like there's also just like um like this is a strong cast too. Uh, of voice actors uh, the fact that oh, you have sure. angela lansbury in there and um jerry orbach like mm-hmm. they're they're just so iconic and they've created uh like they've helped to create these songs that have stuck around for years and still still hold up um but i do feel like you know if you don't happen to see the entire uh movie before you go uh you can just get caught up at enchanted tales with bell right because that's yes, the whole thing. Absolutely. It is true. You could absolutely just get the Coles notes there. Um, and it's funny, when we were talking about this tonight at dinner, we were talking about kind of our selections, and I had said Beauty and the Beast. And honestly, I'd completely forgotten about uh, Tales with Belle and Maurice's Cottage um, because I was really thinking about the new sing along and, of course, Hollywood Studios' theatrical performance and, and, of course, the castle and the, the restaurant. Um, and honestly, out of the four things, I think Tales with Belle and Maurice's Cottage is the the best one i really do i think if you were going to say the four beauty and the beast attractions uh or at least the four in my list i think you know tales enchanted tales with bell is super fun yeah i'm pretty sure um that the uh the stage show in hollywood studios opened on the exact same day that the original animated movie opened in theaters it did you're correct that's how long that has been running. Wow. They Isn't say that it's, crazy? it's one of the longest running productions, well, uh, like a continuously running productions. Um, just because it, uh, yeah, it opened on the same day, opening day as it uh, was in theaters. So there must have been some people who went to the park and were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no quickly kidding. got, uh, got filled in after that. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great choice. Yeah. Me too. Um, Lauren, why don't you, uh, why don't you give us a movie selection? Is this, are you me or, yeah. or, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, okay. So I'm going back a few more years. Um, and, uh, I'm going to have a really, um, not great pronunciation. I think of this, but, uh, the three caballeros, um, is one of, uh, well, Ryan and I both love this movie. We are, I'm sure we've mentioned it, we're big Donald Duck fans. Um, and I believe this movie is currently celebrating its like 75th year um, of release. So, have you guys seen it? Uh, like a long time okay. ago. I've not seen it. I don't think my kids have seen it. It's a, it's like it. a little bit of a weird one. I'll say that. Um, so it was uh, released in 1944. Um, and it's sort of a collection of like little shorts. Like I think they say it's a collection of about like seven segments or so. Um, but it takes place on 
um, it's Donald's birthday and he gets some gifts from his Latin feathered friends. Um, so he gets like a, a movie projector and some movies. So you see for some shorts that don't have Donald in them. Um, but one of them is one of my favorite Disney shorts. Um, and I think it's called the cold blooded penguin, but, um, it's about this little penguin Pablo who just wants to be, it's kind of like an Olaf thing. Like he just wants to be warm um, and he dreams about being like on an island. And um, so it's about his trek to find his like sunny paradise. And it's really cute. Um, but then uh, the other two birds, the Latin birds, are um, Jose Carioca from Brazil. He's a parrot. Yeah. And then um, uh, Jose uh, oh, Panchito. Jerry Panchito Pistoles. I think from Mexico and he's a rooster. Um, and Ryan and I, this past Halloween, we went as, um, Jose and Panchito. I was Panchito at Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. That's how much we enjoy this. And we went searching for Donald. Yeah, we didn't have a Donald. So we were searching for him. But the reason I think that this, uh, movie is a really good one to watch is, uh, this is the basis of, um, the grand fiesta tour in the Mexican pavilion the ride that never has a line, uh, the little boat ride in Epcot. <laughs> uh, so it kind of just gives you a background of as who those characters are, gives you an appreciation for, uh, for the movie, those characters. Um, it's also just like, I just, it's, uh, it's got really good music. It's really colorful. Um, it was also kind of came out of, uh, what was it called? It was called the good, I think it's part of the goodwill, um, tour. So Walt Disney went down to um, South America with some of his um, animators to just like study the culture. And um, they did a lot of sketches while they were there. And so what they brought back, um, they made this, this movie and also Saludos Amigos, which has sort of got some of the same characters in it. But it's just really fun. It's a little bit, I think if you're used to watching like Beauty and the Beast as the feature films. This is set up a little bit differently. Um, my parents always really loved it, so I saw it pretty young. But it's uh, like it's just a, there's a lot of crazy things going on. There's there's a lot of fireworks at the end. There's dancing cactuses, cacti, uh, <laughs> and it's uh, it's just really enjoyable. And um, I think it's it's just like a, a little piece of Disney history that still has a place in the parks. And then also if you go to Mickey's, um, very merry Christmas party, Jose and Panchito, um, are in the castle show. Um, so, so they are, kind, they are around. They're integrated. Yeah. You can, yeah. yeah, you can definitely see them. Um, I, I have a bit of, uh, trivia for you oh, okay. about the three caballeros. So you said it premiered in, uh, in 1944. I think in the States. No, it actually premiered, oh. uh, the first world premiere was in Mexico city. Yeah. Uh, and then it was released in the States, um, a few months later. Oh, okay. But in 45? Um, but, uh, looking at the Goodwill tour. No, I was oh. actually looking the, um, there's a sequence in, uh, in the movie, the Bahia, Donald, Donald in Bahia, where he dances um, with uh, with a lady. Like it was a live action oh, yeah. actor um, combined with animation, um, sort of like what Mary Poppins would uh, would eventually be. But that that dancer was Aurora Miranda, 
whose sister was Carmen Miranda. Yeah. How crazy yeah. is that? They used, um, no way. they were very like well-known um, and famous actresses and singers, um, I think in Mexico and Brazil at the time. Um, yeah, it's just fun. And like, if you like Donald and you like seeing him, you know, trying to woo the ladies or be angry, like this is a great great movie for that and grand fiesta tour is a great ride yes. i feel like it's underrated because oh, people don't know that it's absolutely. there yeah or they think like oh what is this but it's an awesome ride also um the the three caballeros are used in the decoration at um coronado springs so like the gift shop in coronado springs is called panchitos um so once yes, you kind of no, go ahead, Ryan. I was just gonna say I also believe that they're uh, shooting water in the All Star Music. Yeah, yep. that's right. They are. Yeah, so they're around, and like once you kind of know who they are, and you and you maybe know the movie, um, you can see you can see them pop up a little bit more. All over. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my my one recommendation. And it's you know what that's a good example of kind of it's funny when uh, Lauren and I were talking tonight about. Uh, the options and Lauren was like, well, what Lauren from Hamilton, what's her options? And I was like, I, I told her yours and we were both like, man, she went off the board, you know, cause those are, you know, the, you know, cause the three Caballeros are not, it's not super well known. Yeah. It is kind of a, you know, kind of vintage Disney, like real Walt Disney kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, animation. Um, All but of a really my choices good one to kind of show are vintage. your kids. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, for sure. No, I know. That's why. That's why we when I when I told her, I was like, and this and this and this and. Uh, you know, I think you're respecting our audience that they've probably watched all the uh, originals, well, right? Uh, Maybe. But it's. It, it, I think it's all dependent on when you were born. And we were yeah, just for sure. We got yeah. started. We were talking about Lauren and I. I'm 81, and Lauren's very close to me. <laughs> oh yeah. And, yeah, and I think like it depends on what, yeah. And you love the little mermaid and so do I. And I, like, it's totally yeah. when you saw those movies as, as little people. But then I realized there's some movies I've never seen the whole thing. And like my kids, there's movies they've never seen just because of when they were born and when the movies were released. So, um, we're hoping that some of our recommendations might remind you of things that you haven't seen before. Yeah, and Disney Plus makes it so easy to to watch this stuff now. It's so much more accessible, and it's way less um, it's way less risk, right? Like you don't have to buy this movie to see it. Um, you just have to stream it, and if you don't really like it, then that's fine. You can just move on and watch something else. Like no no loss. There's also a short um, a cartoon of Three Caballeros. Remember, mm. you've been watching yeah. it a little bit. Ryan? Oh yeah, like uh, a new, a, a new version, a, a more yeah, recent, the Legend of the Three Caballeros, yeah. as a TV show, and yeah, that's that's a great uh, a great series as well. It's very adventurous. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's my vintage one of my vintage picks. Yeah. Um, why don't we move on, uh, Lauren in London? Uh, why don't you give us a suggestion for movies to watch? So mine's really obvious and probably most people have seen it, but um, we, re we both Ryan and I, but also the kids don't think you should go to Hollywood studios if you haven't seen Toy Story um, that you must yes, watch agreed. before you go. Um, and, you know, I mean, they're all fantastic, but obviously the original, the first movie is probably my favorite, but, you know, Toy Story 2 is, is just, I think, also right right up there now toy story 3 you got to be ready for the the crying fit and i actually haven't even watched toy story 4 because i'm so afraid about <laughs> how much i'll cry 
But uh, I think, you know, they did Toy Story Land so well in Hollywood Studios in some ways. I mean, I wish it was bigger, of course, and I wish the line that there was more options for the um, uh, Slinky Dog. But um, I I still love the land because it's so much like walking into the movie and it's, it's got so like the, the oversized pieces and just, you know, are fantastic and great, great photo ops. And I I think if, if you haven't seen the original Toy Story movie, you've got to, got to see it before you go. I think it's, it's good to like, to, even if you have seen it, rewatch it shortly before your trip, because it does just sort of, I think that those feelings of like nostalgia um, and just that sense of awe at the amount of detail put into the land will just kind of be even that much more heightened. That's so true. Yeah. You've got to remember all the yeah, little pieces. Yeah, they've done such a good job. Yeah. Such a good well, job. Well, and even, even Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin, um, you know, that oh, yeah. to me, that ride's such a, you know, not necessarily a hidden gem, but it's not one that we always talk about in kind of the top five rides at Magic Kingdom, but it certainly is is a deserving, you know, got to make sure you go to it. Um, I think it's yeah, got a lot of homages right? in that alone. Yeah, Zerg, you gotta, and you've you got the know aliens. Who that is, yeah. Yeah, right? And uh yeah. And you can see uh so you can meet Buzz there as well in Magic Kingdom. Yes. Um you can meet Woody and Jesse in Frontierland. No, I don't think they're Not there anymore. anymore. Huh. I don't think they're there now that Toy Story Land is. Yeah, cuz Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios is like the quintessential Toy Story area in terms of having Slinky Dog, you've got Alien Swirling Saucers and Toy Story uh Midway Mania. Um, which are all great rides for sure. Um, I do know there are Toy Story buildings at All Star Movies. So if you're yeah, like right. a, a super yes. fan, yeah. those buildings are are what you're what you're aiming for. Um, but yeah, I think you know it's such a good uh, a good story and a good set of stories. And you have a whole generation of people who have now grown up watching. Um, and seeing all of the Toy Story movies. Um, yeah, how can it not get you ready for, for the parks? Remember that rumor um, about how they were going to replace the Country Bear Jamboree with a Toy Story Woody's Roundup? That would be awesome. <laughs> do, do you remember? Ta- I think, Ryan, I think you told us about this rumor. And we were, uh, there was, I think it was one of the few rumors that, Disney World actually made a statement about like they came oh, back right. and said, "Yeah, it's yeah. not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> the country bears are staying, but I'm I mean, okay there's... with the country bears, but I just want them to have a, a makeover of some kind. They just need an update. Yeah, maybe, oh, maybe but... they're just all Bobo Bear from uh, the. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe or maybe he comes and makes a cameo or, yeah. or like Sweetums. I don't know. It, you know, they're anyway. Hey, it sounds like an opportunity for Disney to make a new movie. I think we'd all appreciate that. A new country bear movie? No, just like oh, a new movie about bears, and then it gives them an excuse to revamp their bears. Brother I don't know, Bear. Like, no, like they've got like a movie, bear. but it's it's about bears. Like there was Country Bears, bears with Haley Joel right. Osment. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, that's, Which I have to say, don't I haven't seen it. Um, no. Yeah, I And we're not recommending it. you watch it. No, that's no, not a recommendation. That, that is not, no. that is not... Yeah, that haunted mansion, Tomorrowland. We got a whole slew yeah. of ones to not watch. Those are for the um, those are for the challenge, uh, movie challenge, Disney movie challenge. Yeah, yeah. that's right. 
Um, I do know Toy Story Land is not exclusive to just um, Hollywood Studios. There is uh, Toy Story Incorporated in um, in Disney's California Adventure, correct? With Pixar Pier? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You've got Toy Story Midway Mania there so the, um, as well as... I think it's uh, Jesse's Carousel. Jesse's Round... Jesse's... Yeah. Is it Jesse's Some, Carousel? Jesse's Roundup? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, car- um, but there is also a Toy Story Land in Hong Kong Disneyland as well, too. Is, is that yeah. where? Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. They had the first one where they've got that big, um, like the RC racer, like mm-hmm. the big car, right? Um, that uh, that you don't see in in Walt Disney World. And I think there's also, uh, or there was, or it's uh, Toy Story Playland in Walt Disney Studios in Disneyland Paris, uh, which has some toy story elements as well too like i don't know the numbers but i would argue that like toy story has to be one of their most popular and successful franchises and um, well i mean it kicked off pixar yeah in in its entirety it might be the quintessential pixar Um, and they they even have andy's room in uh the child care centers on the cruises oh yeah, yeah that's right um, which is, and it was, uh, we were on the, the fantasy. And so I, I know the dream will be at least very similar. Um, and it was fantastic. It was so much fun. Like you could, the Rex was there and you've got ham and you had RC anyways. Uh, very well done. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, and that is, that is a must watch. Uh, Toy Story three is actually one of my favorites out of that whole, but that's because I was a Barbie girl. Um, and the <laughs> oh, Barbie, is, yes. The Barbie was yes. the first Barbie I ever had. So I just like, I just lost it when I saw that Great Shape Barbie was the Barbie. Even though I think you consistently say that Lotso is like the uh, most, the worst yes. villain of all time. He is my least favorite villain. I have <laughs> real animosity towards him. Wow. Out of all the villains, know you know, why. by the way, that's, that's a Disney podcast down the yeah. road. <laughs> yeah. Worst Disney villains. <laughs> but, um, Maybe because I don't know, he's like, so he duplicitous. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, he's awful. But I, I also agree that like the Barbie scenes in that movie are the best, and Ken oh. modeling his costume. Oh, yes. So Can I just say so that good. the end of Toy Story two with the bloopers is oh. one of <laughs> yeah. the greatest moments of Disney filmmaking and i don't care yeah. don't at me you can whatever um them doing bloopers honestly it like started a thing right like monsters inc yeah. has of course the end of theirs yeah. um a bug's life has the end of theirs and they're muppets. all fantastic and muppets they're great muppets um so anyways i the end of uh, toy story 2 and you can certainly find it on youtube if you don't have it readily available uh you know you can t- you type in toy story 2 bloopers and it's just a riot. And my kids, everyone now and then, when we just want a good laugh, we'll just turn it on because it's hilarious. I, yeah. I forgot about that. That's a good reminder. All right. I'm going to keep us going um, because we've still got more oh, movies to yeah. talk about. Uh, I can't narrow down to just one. It, you might as well watch them all. It's the Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up at uh, at Walt Disney World and Disneyland um, was such a huge uh, undertaking and a and a hugely anticipated um, experience in the park. So much so that it scared people away. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true, yeah. I mean, we saw the numbers, um, but I think to to really sort of immerse yourself in the Star Wars universe, um, to prepare yourself to to sort of be in Galaxy's Edge and and walk around and um, and sort of get some of the references 
uh, and the nods. It's not Galaxy's Edge isn't out of any one movie. Uh, it's sort of just a general Star Wars um, place that happens to have things like the Millennium Falcon there and some X-Wings and... Um, Even characters and people from like the the series. Yeah. The animated It's, it's just not tied to one specific movie. So you could literally watch any of the Star Wars movies to kind of get yourself um, ready to go to the parks. Um, I think personally i always love the original trilogy because uh, that's what i grew up watching um but the prequels are they have their <laughs> they have their place uh, they're there too they're yeah. there too uh and then the more recent star wars movies uh the last three episodes have have all like i know some people uh have their qualms about it but i loved all three of them i think i thought they were great and even the one-offs like uh, rogue one was a great movie and uh and solo i feel like of all the movies galaxy's edge probably ties itself closest to the vibe in solo sort of that like rundown uh outlaw ruffian but you if you're gonna go on Rise of the Resistance, which you should. Hopefully, once it opens, it's easier to access. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much um, entrenched in some of the newer movies. Yeah, episodes uh, 7, 8, and 9. So it's probably worthwhile if you're going to watch any of them and you have to limit yourself um, to maybe stick to that trilogy. Or just watch your favorite. Yeah. Chances are but a I also, lot of people have to I'm going to jump in and say I have seen them all. And I think I even watched one or two, like before I went on our latest trip and saw Galaxy's Edge for the first time and then came home. And I was, I have to say, I was a little bit disappointed by Galaxy's Edge. I know. I, well, you were really a, excited. I was super it. excited. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and then we kind of did it and then we did it again. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. And then I came home and watched The Mandalorian on Disney Plus and then I got it. It was like seeing The Mandalorian was like, seeing galaxy's edge yeah, for me I do feel so like they have a similar there was, vibe there was something that kind of clicked so i would say maybe you should watch the mandalorian before you go yeah i i, I would or maybe whole, afterwards i don't know i would wholeheartedly agree uh because i think the mandalorian is also it's like one of the best like most original concepts and um and has this like really unique feel to it um the whole series it was was great and it has uh some great characters i mean do we even have to say those two words baby yoda oh yeah <laughs> but i mean so pedro pascal is great um i mean nick nolte is phenomenal werner herzog like um there are some really great uh performers and performances in um in this um did your um did your son did finn watch it Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't and sure sort of what the age might be for, but I guess it would just be like if you've seen Star Wars, it's okay to watch. Yeah, and he loves Star yeah. Wars. Hadley watched it, so she's six, mm -hmm. and she's she's kind of uh, lukewarm. Yeah, I, I feel think. like it, it. there may not um, be, other than Baby Yoda, like yeah. some of the story might be a little bit too slow. Yeah, or just I think not slow enough is the right to grab you. for her. But Finn really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, we may amend which movie or or uh, TV series you absolutely have to to see when, of course, the uh, the Star Wars um, resort experience opens up <laughs> oh, yeah. whenever True. whenever that will be. Um, 
I feel like that will open up a whole new element to uh, to Star Wars at uh, Walt Disney World. And um, and yeah, I think that it has the potential to be a game changer. I won't uh, I won't count my chickens before they hatch just yet, but I, it looks like it's leaning in that direction. So Star Wars. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Ryan, why don't you uh, take us into another movie? I'm going to go to a galaxy down, down under. Oh, um, but not Australia. Right, right? But not Australia. <laughs> Though, although parts of Australia. P. P Sherman uh, in uh, 42, 42 Wallaby Way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to say Nemo. I think Finding Nemo. Um, and not necessarily Finding Dory, though it's cute. Truthfully, I will say I think Finding Nemo is far superior. Um, but either one, if you were in a pinch and you really wanted to see Finding Dory, it'd be fine. Uh, I really like Finding Nemo. I think that it's um, just got a really great story. Obviously, I love the voice actors. Ellen as Dory um, was a riot when it first came out, and it's still really fun to watch. Uh, and it ties in really well with the Nemo ride and the Living with the Seas um, pavilion in, in Epcot, uh, as well as the Nemo the Musical, which, of course, you guys all know that I'm very partial to in um, Animal Kingdom. And I love that those two rides, you know, have the the, the song, The Big Blue World, um, on both of them, which, is, of course, is, is a musical original uh, at Animal Kingdom. So I, you know what? To me, I just think that it's one of those that if you're already interested in seeing it um, and you know you're going to Animal Kingdom especially, um, I would highly recommend checking it out. Yeah, it's such a good... It's I could watch that movie anytime. Yeah, it's very calming in a lot yeah. of ways. <laughs> yeah. Except for is. the first five minutes. Yes, <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Well, we fast forward through it's, those at our house. Yeah, fair, we, we yeah. Just, full disclosure. That's it's how kind we of, watch it. It's kind of like Up. We, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if the kids have ever seen the first 10 minutes of up or the first 10 <laughs> minutes of Nemo. Um, but, uh, well, and I love the ride so much that I think you really need to see the movie to appreciate the ride. Uh, so this is the seas with in, Nemo and in friends, Epcot. the seas yeah. with yeah. Nemo and friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. You should, you should see it to fully appreciate it. And just like even and, the jelly, the jellyfish and with crush. And also I guess there's turtle talk with crush. Yeah. 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 yeah you're right. Yeah. So if you and, have little um, ones. And of mm -hmm. course, Turtle Talk uh, with Crush also makes his appearance on the cruise yes. ships as well. Mm -hmm. So if if you do have little ones and you want to make sure that they know who Crush is, then definitely Nemo is is a good good one to start with. Uh, yeah, I just think you know even even the you know we talked about the voice acting and the or no we talked about the actors mm -hmm. in uh, the Mandalorian, but the actors in in Nemo and the, there's a lot of different characters going on. You know, well, got and the Bruce. aquariums and. The and Bruce is, the shark. Uh, Dame Edna. I don't know if anybody else knows who Dame Edna is, but I know who. Dame okay, because my dad used Bruce. to. Yeah. Do, yeah, that's the same person. No way. Yeah. What's the person's name? Wow. What do you remember? Oh. I don't remember, but someone's gonna have to look it up. My dad used to just get a real kick out of Dame Edna, who was. Yeah. I don't know if I would call her a drag queen, but um kind of. kind of like a grandma drag queen yeah. with mauve hair and cat glasses just like just so google good. it anyway that was um barry humphreys there's your <laughs> there's your fact check yeah. right there it's very it's a very different stark difference between bruce the shark and and dame edna but just even where you know we've talked about that where you get the picture taken like it's just nice to have context for that yeah. also how many times have you been in like the little where they have the little aquariums and the kids are just yelling like there's oh. Nemo. Cause they have the real clownfish there. 
Well, and I don't know if we ever told you the story. And if we did, for those of you who have listened to this podcast before, we apologize. But when we went to Europe years ago, uh, we went to the Monaco Aquarium, the uh, Jacques Cousteau Aquarium in Monaco. And, uh, you know, everybody speaks very French there. And we were there on our big six-month Europe trip. And sure enough, we'd be you know looking in the aquarium. And sure enough, you'd hear all this French dialogue. And then you'd hear Nemo, Nemo, Nemo. <laughs> Uh, and it was beautiful and it was cool and it was such a, you know, way to, you know, feel connected, yeah. even though I had no idea what they were saying other than most likely, Hey, look, it's Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a cool experience. And yeah, so absolutely. I think that, um, yeah, I think that that's, uh, it's a really cool, uh, experience. Essential yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Got it. It has like, uh, so I love, I even love the soundtrack of that movie. Yeah. Let's see the music. It has such good. a calming, um, feel to it and a lot of that soundtrack is still um used in the seas with nemo and friends yeah. as sort of yeah. the backing track to you sitting in the clamshell looking into the uh the seas the living seas the aquarium with um with the nemo characters projected into it uh as well as uh the other characters you see it's a it's a great ride yeah and great movie and uh Art of Animation, the, oh, yeah. the resort, yes, has yes, um, yes. has Nemo finding Nemo the big rooms blue pool and the big blue pool yes. in the uh, in the center, which is the I think the only pool on Disney property. It's the biggest one on Disney property, and it has speakers under the water so you can hear music. Mm. It's pretty cool, and it's to be getting refurbished <laughs> yeah. in and fall of twenty twenty. And it's a question in my mind currently. And again, if you're listening to this in 2022, I am sorry, it's probably long past, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if, it, if that refurbishment still happens whenever this uh, uh, hiatus uh, continues yeah. or yeah. stops. We'll see. Um, do you want to take us? Yeah. My, uh, my other suggestion is also a vintage Disney pick from about 1940, um, Fantasia. It was the third animated feature that Disney did. I think it bombed, um, but yeah, it was just like I think you're right. yeah, it was just a sleeper hit a little bit. So, uh, I just think like this to me is sort of what Disney does. Like it's um, such good storytelling with you know it's just animation and music and it's all pre-existing music, but they just create like these lovable um, characters and little stories kind of from nothing but it makes it they they just feel like the animation and the music have always meant to be together um and so one of my favorite parts watching growing up um like I just I'm such a nutcracker fan I think I've seen it 15 times um so I just loved the when they use the nutcracker suite and you've got like the little um like the little ice fairies and the the fish um so i just i always loved those parts and then of course uh what i never remember the pastoral symphony um so that's where you've got your um centaurs that are like going on the beautiful parade and like the little cherubs are helping them do their little makeovers um it's it's all the like the greek gods that's like one of the highlights of the the movie for me. So you see those um those characters uh and like the dancing hippos, the uh crocodiles and the ostriches, which and like there's just so much comedy in there too, but you see those characters um on some of the floats in uh the Festival of Fantasy. 
Um, there's actually a whole golf course uh, or mini golf course, the Fantasia golf course. So if you want yeah. context for that, it's very difficult. And it's one of our favorites. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, we really like it. I was yeah. uh, very scared and tr and like surprised by the Chernobog. Okay, I have to admit, I always want to call Chernobog Chernobyl. Uh, that's just where my mind goes, so I always pause. Um, but again, so we get that villain that um, that you see that kind of big bat-like demon-looking creature. He's he shows up in the Buchiyu parade. Um, I and just in think, parts of Fantasmic too. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, and and of course, like this is where Sorcerer Mickey is from, who is my favorite Mickey. But just like that's such an iconic Mickey with the red robe and the the blue hat and um with the stars on it so the sorcerer's apprentice is like even if you don't watch all of fantasia and you want to fast forward through the talking parts like <laughs> i totally support that just get to the parts that you love um so i just think it really captures like a lot of the whimsical um and and like the drama and comedy it just kind of takes everything that disney is good at doing with their storytelling and animation and puts it into this into this uh classic so uh yeah watch all of it watch some of it um just get would you would you skip fantasia 2000 no because that has <laughs> oh. like one of my most favorite disney uh so they do rhapsody in blue in new york yes. with the styling of hirschfeld who used to do the cartoons um in the paper when he would review all the like Broadway shows. And my dad had a book of all of his artwork that I used to just look through and I just love Gershwin. So when they took those two, this, I'm just like really geeking out here. Like <laughs> when they took those two together, it's probably one of my favorite things that they've done. So that just speaks to me personally. But uh, f before going to the parks, I would just focus on Fantasia. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of little hints and nods to, to Fantasia. Obviously you mentioned the, um, the mini golf. Yeah. Um, and there are nods to it in Fantasmic. Obviously Sorcerer Mickey is there. Um, but even what was the Fantasia market in the contemporary resort? Oh yes. I forgot. Yeah. That's in the middle there. And, uh, and back at all-star movies, Yes. You have uh, the Fantasia buildings, yeah. uh, which I think... And Philharmagic uh, is kind of based in the idea around, a little bit around it. Yeah. Well, Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, Sorcerer Mickey's in the middle at, um, he's at the pool at yes. um, All-Star Movies as well. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of little nods to, mm -hmm. to Fantasia. Um, Lauren, why don't you take us into another movie as well? So mine is kind of classic disney it's um cinderella yeah i mean you can't it's get one of much my more classic. favorites yeah it, um i and I, i'm thinking of the original like animated yeah you know and i'm not really thinking the um the live action live action um although and to be honest i don't think hadley let me finish it <laughs> she, she, i think i wanted to watch the live action and she wouldn't let me finish that one um but uh so i can't really fully comment but i would say that the the scenes in cinderella you know of like the the woodland creatures and the songs and to me that is just truly classic and and one of the best well in the castle really right best disney movies that's her yeah, castle you gotta I think it. I think it really helps you appreciate the castle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I know we don't, it, it's funny because you, uh, now that you're, now that we're in the parks, you only see Cinderella in her princess form. Like you never see her not a princess, not in that mm. gown, not in that iconic gown. True. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of when, when you would get a chance to see a Gus Gus anywhere. Yeah. I, um, so isn't it sometimes the mice are at park fair if you're really lucky i would say like it would be not you would never bank on it no 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 but so yes for those who don't know park fair is in it's the restaurant inside the 19. grand floridian 1900 park fair yep. and um they have the two stepsisters the stepmother and then cinderella and the prince are at that meal it's a buffet i think we've talked about it before and it's, it's quite rushed, so, you know, I'm not necessarily <laughs> endorsing it. But, um, you know, it's good for a one-time experience. But every so often, I think the mice sometimes come to that They're meal. They're great. I um, love those, too. And I think we saw them in Disneyland in California. I'm pretty sure. We met the fairy godmother yes, in Disneyland. Yes, but I feel like we saw the mice. But I don't think it was Gus Gus. Oh, I, I know that they – Yes, they have the girl mice sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know their names. Um, well, there's jo- their yeah, jo- yeah, jo- yeah, yeah. No, but the girls. Oh, yeah. The little girls who like help her make her her dress. Oh. And, oh. I'm gonna have to fact check yeah. that now. Uh, but yes, they, that does. Uh, I haven't had the pleasure, but I've I know I've seen pictures of them. But yeah, there's so much well, Cinderella there. The Cinderella like say, fountain. Yes, the royal carousel. Yes, Mary, Susie, and Perla. Oh, nice. that's their names. And the boys' names are Bert, Mert, and Luke. Oh, so cute. oh gosh. Anyways, um, there are uh, you're fanning over the Cinderella mice. Um, Great scene. I've had a uh, I've had some uh, people I know uh, who have actually run into the stepsisters early in the morning around the carousel. Yes. Um, I believe the first ride of the day they hop on i've heard i've I heard that that i didn't know that i mean yeah i wouldn't guarantee it but i i've heard that and i've <laughs> no. heard that at the teacups with uh like the mad hatter and alice mm-hmm. oh fun yeah so so again um you just might want to know who those two kind of bratty you know An- ladies are anastasia and, and drisella that would be them yes um i'll take your word for it <laughs> and um uh, I'm not up on my Cinderella knowledge, as you know, <laughs> why I, which is why I picked uh, Lumiere and Cotton. Why you got to uh, watch it before your next trip. Piece. Right. And I clearly need to. I also need to eat in the castle, too, with the two credits yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> to experience the whole thing. Anyways. Um, but anyways, yeah, you, you do get a chance to kind of see. Um, and actually, Anastasia and Drizella are kind of, um, you know, you'll see them at Halloween Parade. You'll see them at Park Fair. You'll see like there's there's quite a few opportunities to kind of see. Uh, Cinderella characters so yeah definitely a good choice yeah I have seen um, we have seen the fairy godmother around Cinderella Castle as well in the morning um, taking pictures with uh, with a few of the guests as well Um, the fairy godmother I think is also uh, what parade she's in the the Mickey's very merry Christmas party right she's on the top of the the float with all the couples yes yeah and well, also in that parade, you see Cinderella. Oh yeah, uh, her in, tiny horse and the tiny horses oh. in the little uh, in the little carriage. Yeah, it's just there's so much that they've taken from that movie that really 
kind of um, is part of the quintessential Disney theming. I think like you've got the the castle, the yeah, her carriage is just um, things that brides you know fan over um we have not seen the disney fairy tale weddings on disney plus uh but i'm imagining that almost everybody has the carriage at some point um and the just even the song you know a a dream is a wish her heart makes is is quite iconic um so yeah it's uh i think that's a that's a really good one and one that i don't think about watching as much as maybe the little mermaid but anytime i do watch cinderella i do really enjoy it is there a sassier cat than lucifer in disney movies i'm trying to think yes that's a good point i'm trying to think if any cat would be sassier than than he is well cheshire cat i feel i mean i mean again he's he's annoying I mean, I love him, but I just mean oh. if I was Alice, I would find him really, like, frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, maybe what, Antagonistic. Why don't we take uh, this opportunity to, uh, like, I, I will mention, you know, we're not sponsored by Disney Plus at the moment, but let's <laughs> give a few Disney Plus plugs uh, in terms of other things that we think are good to, to watch, um, either before you go to the park or... Or, or while just you're in, in general, quarantine. while you're self-isolating yeah. or um, or social distancing. Yeah, we've got we've got nothing but time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna throw one out there, and it's one that I love because I love the the history and the details in the story of Disney in general, and that's the Imagineering story, uh, which takes you, the viewer, from uh, Walt Disney's initial. Um, sort of conception of what Disney would look like in Disneyland um, all the way up to present day um, through the various ups and downs of the company, um, you know, through the Michael Eisner years and then into Bob Iger. And uh, we just finished the the last episode because we really dragged it out not that long ago. And I got like almost choked up when the one Imagineer was talking about um, Tokyo reopening after the tsunami Yes. Oh, like I just, I had no idea. So Tokyo has clearly been closed more than any of the other parks. Um, but yeah, just really interesting. But And and they even show a little bit more than I would expect them to. Like a little more backstage yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and behind the scenes stuff. Definitely if you go if in episode, the last episode, episode six, um, there are some, like you'll see a tiny glimpse of Rise of the Resistance in terms of the the technology that's being used um, in in that. It's just a great documentary series, and I know that there are like it has it has caught everyone up on Disney history up until now. But I think people are there is a call for more. Like they want more behind the scenes, more insight into uh, into the Disney story as a whole. Have you guys watched, watched I, it? I watched the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, one of the things that I thought now, and the reason I haven't watched more again, um, Who has up the until time? Up March 15th, I now have the time. <laughs> I didn't have time until March 15th. I, I clearly have the time now. Uh, and so I should, I should do it up again. But the first four episodes were just brilliant in the kind of marching you through the timeline oh, yeah. of Disneyland to Magic Kingdom to Epcot to Tokyo. And to be honest, um, 
even the story they tell about how Disney was like, we don't want to build Tokyo. You know, we're, yeah. we're you know, basically they're going to have to pay for all of our <laughs> yeah, new technology right. and, you know, for it to happen. And then Tokyo was like, okay, great. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I guess we're going to do this. <laughs> so all of those stories were, are fast, fascinating. And, you know, I would love to, yeah, I really do need to watch more of it, but I totally agree with you. The backstage stuff. Um, and again, growing up in kind of the eighties, nineties, you kind of have an idea of the timeline of Disney world. Um, but until you kind of watch it unfold, it, it really kind of puts it in perspective what it was like and what the process well, was. It's yeah, it's really cool. interesting that they tie in sort of all the parks. Like I didn't necessarily expect that they would. And so I really liked that they, that they did talk about the international parks as well. Um, and there's so many cool rides there. I'd love it if they went into more more about that but yeah i i think that's a great recommendation i would definitely watch it again um and i think ryan you had also mentioned um another sort of behind the scenes uh disney plus series that uh, that you like watching is that right yeah well i i've really enjoyed the the shorts um the the uh day at disney the one day at disney we are one day at Disney. Um, and again, I like the shorts again. I have youngish children, especially the six year old, the 10 year old hasn't, uh, doesn't watch the shorts as much. Typically I would fill the last 10 minutes before going to school with the six year old with, with a couple of shorts, Disney moments or, or Muppet moments or, or the one day. But anyways, um, it's really cool because it kind of takes you through the day of somebody who works at Disney or somebody who's um, working for Disney in some capacity. So, um, you know, the one that I really like is the underwater uh, engineer who actually goes around at night at Disneyland and makes sure that the rides that have water in them, whether it's Jungle Cruise or uh, the submarine voyage of Nemo, that, that they're all taken care of and that they're all safe and that they're all working properly. But anyways, a really cool perspective because, you know, there's a role that I would have never thought no. truly existed. I certainly wouldn't have paid attention to it or thought it was it was a thing. Um, and again, it goes all the way down to, you know, they even talk to the cast and crew of Modern Family. Oh, yeah. um, you know, they talk to an animator. Anyway, so there's lots of different roles. And to be honest, if you've got, you know, a kid who really is creative and kind of wants to maybe work in theater or wants to explore different roles or you know, if you've been to Disney more than once, I'm sure your child has said, oh my gosh, I got to work at Disney. <laughs> yeah. Great opportunity to be like, here are some ideas, you know, and kind of get them percolating on, on maybe kind of future career goals, but a lot of cool ideas. So I would definitely recommend one of those too. Yeah. Yeah. Super uh, enjoyable. Lauren, I think you have more of a classic <laughs> I do. Uh, take again. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> such a, I just love vintagey uh, things. And my, my dad is super nostalgic. So I kind of, I think inherited that from him, but also was just exposed to like the older Disney. So I grew up watching um, like the silly symphony shorts um, and they're really hard to come by f- for a while. Um, we do. Well, I took from my dad, the Disney like treasure um, that has a lot of the silly symphonies, but these are, um, shorts they're like typically about six to seven minutes long and they made about 75 of them they're musical shorts there's usually some kind of musical element hence the symphony part Um, but they were made from like 1929 to 1939 and they're just like super whimsical um they're i don't know they're kind of funny some of them are like maybe don't hold up as well (laughs) 
to like today. So just maybe think about that some once in a while. But um, there's a number of them on Disney Plus, which I was really excited about. So one of the more iconic ones is um, Flowers and Trees. So there's not really a lot of talking, but it's things like, I don't like the little flowers and mushrooms like get up in the morning and do exercises and stretches and and then it's just like uh there's not a huge story with some of them but it is again kind of like Fantasia where it's just this marriage of like storytelling visual art and music um and one of them that's on there that I recommend watching is uh The Old Mill which might be one of the more iconic ones. And that was the first time that Disney used the multi-plane camera. Um, so you can see that sort of on display in, um, what is it? Uh, one Man's Journey? One Man's What's, Dream. One Man's Dream in Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. So that's the short that they mentioned there. Um, so these even do pop up a little bit in the in the parks too. The skeleton dance was used um, on the projections for mickey's uh not so scary halloween party during the fireworks show yeah um they're just really fun uh one of my favorites that my sister was just obsessed with as a kid was called uh, water babies and it was like these little babies that wake up um on lily pads and they just go about their day uh but it was really cute so i really like uh really any of the classic um, old Disney shorts so even the ones with like Donald and you know Chip and Dale and Mickey but yeah it's like melody time and oh yeah um, like it's it's kind of incredible to think that these movies silly symphonies were like 1929 to like 39. 1939 yeah. yeah like it's it's crazy that they're uh, so old they're so old <laughs> and some of them still hold up like I think the music is always timeless and and some of the stories, they're just, yeah, you're right. They're whimsical and they're and they're fun to and watch. And they're short, yeah. They're like seven minutes. Um, so I think they're they're just a lot of they're a lot of fun. I like the artwork. I've always liked the um like the old hand drawn two D artwork. So that's enjoyable to watch too. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit easier too when you see silly symphonies on Disney Plus. Um, it's like uh. It, it it plays them all is that is that right no they're, no, they're all, all listed individually out. yeah so like this is another series of shorts that you can just pop one on or one or two and that takes you uh you know enough enough of a, a distraction in the morning or um or when you get home or you know if you just need a, a break during the day yeah uh and lauren did or did we already talk about her disney plus I chose Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I think Ryan, you had mentioned you're into you and the kids are into some of the competition shows. Uh, yeah. So now we've watched two different competition shows: the Disney BR Chef and Disney Shop Class. Now, uh, our opinion of the BR Chef is it's mediocre. It's nothing. We don't think it's. We're not enjoying it. We won't. We watched two episodes, and I think that's probably there's it for us. a ton of but, like baking shows out there to to watch. Like it just in yeah. life in general beyond Disney. So um, you know you you don't have to. There's there's lots of other ones to see. This might be one that doesn't get a second season. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Now I think the one we like a lot is Shop Class. Um, we've really, really we've watched every episode. Every Friday a new one comes out. So tomorrow the finals comes out. Uh, again, April you know 
17, 2020. So uh, this will be dated uh, when you listen to it. It'll be over, but you can go now and check it. Um, and we've absolutely loved it. So the premise is, is there's three different teams every episode. Uh, it's hosted by Justin Long. And um, each team has two kids, probably between the ages of 12 or maybe 11 and 13. Um, and they all come with their own, uh, with a shop teacher. Um, and there's, uh, they have to build something. So basically they get materials. Um, the first episode, they have to build their own small library or, or lending library or little library. Um, and the one we just watched the other day was an egg rocket. And so they had to, and then basically they have an Imagineer on each episode. So a different Imagineer comes and gives oh, them cool. tips and talks about, um, you know, how to make their project not just functional, but also tell a story. Um, and yeah, really cool ideas. Uh, you know, so anyways, it's been really neat. The cool thing is, is, um, it's, you know, again, I have a 10 year old you know son and a six year old daughter and they're both interested in it. They're both excited to watch it. Um, they both take away something different from the experience. Um, but for me, honestly, it's a really cool example to see, um, a lot of young girls in STEM. And so, you know, for my six-year-old daughter, I'm excited for her to see, you know, kids that are not much older than her building rockets and building robots and, and building, they build their own mini golf hole and uh, have to tell a story with it. And they built their own skate park and they have like a skateboarder come and try it out. So anyways, just like a lot of cool out of the box kind of thinking. Um, and so anyways, so yeah, I really recommend that. Um, I think it's a really great uh, show. And again, um, again, I think it resonates with everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it. And it's so cool that they get an Imagineer involved in like, yeah. it's just like, I just think when I was that age, like I did, I had no idea of sort of all the possibilities maybe out there or things that you could even think about. Like, I might want to be this or do this when I grow up. Cause like, this just makes those possibilities uh, more apparent to kids now right and like maybe some of those areas that were more like male dominated now this might kind of change that from an earlier age like just not having that perspective that like oh, yeah, shop, absolutely. you know no, that I... shop is for boys <laughs> like it was when I was young yeah so, so it's yeah it sounds fun we haven't watched it but we're definitely gonna check it out only because we've heard such great things from me yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else uh, Disney Plus specific? Uh, that uh, I, that well, I mean, we on? mentioned the the Mandalorian, which I yeah. I do think is a great recommendation. I have two things that I just wanted to touch base on regarding Disney Plus and Disney movies in general. Um, we've talked about it before, but Forky asks the question: Is a hidden gem if you had younger kids or you don't, and you just want something silly? Dare um, you to watch the first one and not laugh here. The first one, <laughs> yeah. but then what? The first one and what is love are just a riot again. Yes. The what is love with the the homages to kind of vintage actors and actresses, kind of from a oh, yeah. generation b- before, is fantastic. Have um, you watched what was the one that we watched the other day? A computer. What is a computer? Oh yeah. Or, so, or oh, yeah. Was it oh, that so one or good. a different one? There's one where the mother is holding. Forky's on the couch with the mom mm-hmm. and yeah. the mom is drinking from the coffee cup with <laughs> yes. the smiley face, yes. which I love. Oh, what? Good. No, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Please. For those of you who are listening, please just watch the first Forky episode. It's just, I can't watch it without laughing. Um, it's fantastic. And the other thing I was going to say, we really do. Um, and again, being somewhat East coast 
Uh, we do focus a little bit more on WDW or, or Walt Disney World than, say, Disneyland. If you are planning a Disneyland trip, I would say Cars oh, would yes. be yes. Um, would be a movie to to definitely put on your list. And again, there's a lot of Cars stuff at Disney World. Again, Art of Animation has a beautiful yeah. section um, that, again, even if you're not staying at that resort, I would highly recommend if you have a young boy or girl who loves Cars, there's a lot of cool things to, to, to see there and take pictures of. But yeah, if you are planning a Disneyland trip, I would definitely... Uh, say put cars on your list because well, oh, and if sure. you have well, the incredibles uh, too like, oh for sure yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah 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 great point but if you have a cars fan in your family you do need to go to disneyland yeah, and cars i would land. recommend doing that between ages like five to nine it was so incredible we our child he watched it so many times and it was like walking into the movie so i can't stand up about that yeah. as we I mean break. in the meantime you can have the uh, the car suites at Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yes. Animation. That's right. <laughs> That's about it. as close as you get that way. Or uh, I guess Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. Yeah, that is like yeah. That's a that's a good, um, like it's just enough of a car's representation at Walt Disney World. <laughs> the animatronic car, like Lightning McQueen, is really well done. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, no. I, I. Yeah. Just again, just wanted to kind of throw that out there because. It is, to me, it's one of those movies where I don't think you have to watch it before you go to, to, to Disney World. I don't think it will right. impact a ton of what you see. I think you'll love everything. Um, but I think to get the full effect of Cars Land and Disneyland, it is worth watching the movie because it is it is a very, very well-themed, just like Toy Story Land in right. Disney World, yeah. you know, kind of deems you watch Toy Story. Uh, Cars in uh, Cars Land uh, deems you watch Cars before Disneyland. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, l- let's be fair. This list could be huge. Oh, yeah. Well, for you sure. really have to Absolutely. watch pretty much every movie. I didn't, I didn't even things... put my favorite movies on here. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Little Mermaid uh, as becomes there's a there's a ride. There's a, yep. like, there's a few there's attractions yeah. at Walt Disney World. Um, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train is for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah. Like there are uh, lots of great movies, Disney movies that um have been turned into attractions and there are some attractions at uh at disney <laughs> that have been turned into movies we would probably recommend not watching those ones <laughs> things like um the uh, tower of terror oh uh, i thought you were talking about pirates oh, <laughs> I was no. like, oh we're not recommending those <laughs> like i'm thinking like haunted mansion yeah. with eddie murphy and, and that sort of thing you you don't need to see that before you go to the park. Pirates, for sure. I think, yes, yeah, you should definitely you should the watch first Pirates. three. We just watched it the other night, the first one. Yeah. And it's, uh, I forgot just how much fun and, you know, how adventurous it is. Well, and in the future, you're going to have to watch Tron in order yes. to go and, and experience Jungle Cruise. That. And Jungle Cruise. Like, well, I'm excited about Jungle over. Cruise. Yeah, me too. I'm sad that it's got pushed back, but uh, yeah. still excited about it. Yeah. Uh, there's there's so many in the Disney collection. We probably could have talked for um, easily well over another several hours, but uh, we're going to save you the the trouble and and just recommend that you go out and uh, and experience all that the Disney collection has to offer. And maybe you take our suggestions if you're heading towards the parks. Um, but if you're also in a time where you're just uh, again where we we're self isolating or uh, social distancing. Um, Disney has a great collection of feel-good movies to to see. 
and even five minute feel good shorts. Yeah, yeah, lots of shorts, and, lots of full length features. There's there's lots. And if we've missed something, or you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys didn't mention this, you know, definitely check out our Facebook page or our Instagram page, uh, and tell us, yeah. tell us what we missed, tell us what you make sure that you watch or that your family watches before you guys go. You yeah, must see before you go. Yeah, to or parks. what you're watching on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's true. We're open yeah. to all suggestions. Yeah, we've got time. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing we do have. Um, I think that's a good place to leave it there. Uh, we, this was a long one. This was a long one. Uh, so thanks for <laughs> yeah. for sticking with us if you've made it this far. Um, we want to thank you for, for listening in. Uh, if you do like the podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to it uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and share with your friends, um, your Disney friends. It's always um, it's always fun to talk about Disney, um, and we'd really appreciate uh, you you sharing us with them as well. Um, on behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren, and Ryan and Lauren, we are the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Mm-hmm.